Welcome to podcast 2187. Enjoy the show. And don't forget to submit your blaster for inspection. So welcome back to podcast 2187. We have a decent amount of stuff to be talking about tonight. And the reason I say that is because we have a uh, an actual trailer to talk about. And we have a special look to talk about. Those are both different things. Um, we have some news, I guess, announcement stuff that we can be going over. Uh, and just an overall, uh, some, some footage, some new footage from the Rise of Skywalker that was not included in the uh, uh, special look that we can kind of just mention real quick. So anyway, definitely have some good things to be discussing here. And the reason, of course, for all this is that D23 just wrapped. That uh, was this past weekend. Uh, and the big days for Star Wars people, of course, being Friday and Saturday between The Mandalorian and Episode Nine. So, again, decent amount of stuff to be talking about. And the person, of course, as always, who will be discussing these amazing things with me is Mark, who is obviously going to be here and saying amazing things, like right now. <laughs> I don't know about amazing. <laughs> well, you know, I got to set you up to, to you know, I got to raise the bar and I know you'll meet it, so... Well, it really all depends on, on um, it, it depends on our fan base, because some of them I might be saying things that are like, yeah, right on, and other stuff may be like, okay, you just hate too much. You're a hater. Hate, hate a hater? Oh, well, maybe I'll be able to kind of balance that depending on what it, I will see. I don't know. I don't know. We, well, we haven't really. Good cop, good cop, bad cop tonight, maybe? Well, I'm like, we haven't really talked too much about this stuff, so I don't really know. Um, details of like your opinions on things or anything. So, so we're, pr- we're well, pretty much everyone's um... gonna be everyone's gonna be uh, happy to hear my opinion. I guess maybe <laughs> we shall see. You will find out. Uh, so, uh, how do you want to do this? Do you want to go through uh, the quote unquote important thing first, being the special no, let's look? Do, let's do or... chronological chronologically order of what okay. happened since Friday. Okay. Uh, well, the Let's see. I'm trying to remember. Mandalorian was the first thing, right? Yes, Mandalorian was. Well, uh, so so first off, we had the Disney Plus panel. Right. Uh, and the Disney Plus panel talked about all the cool things coming to the Disney Plus streaming service. And, you know, if you're living under a rock and you aren't familiar with it, it's basically Disney's answer to Netflix. Right. Um, which will have pretty much every Star Wars movie uh, on it from day one, I believe. Um, I don't. I don't think uh, they are all day one, but I think most of them are, and then the rest I of think them they are, are like, no. a little bit well, after. Well, which one are we waiting on? Oh, I don't remember. Hold on. <laughs> I'll try to see if I can find out about it. This is so the side of us. Not while you're looking at that, while you're looking at that, uh, a lot of Marvel stuff on there as far as Marvel movies. Uh, there's still a few that have to make their way over, but um, you know, uh, I think in December, Endgame will be there. Uh, and they'll be up to date on everything. Lots and lots and lots of cool shows already planned. Uh, we already knew that Mandalorian was coming. Uh, as far as on the Star Wars side, we already knew that uh, um, Cassian was coming. Uh, there's a bunch of Marvel shows on there. Uh, they first announced multiple new Marvel shows. They announced... Um, she-Hulk, Moon Knight, Ms. Marvel. Did I miss any? Uh, I, I honestly, I really only followed the Star Wars things. Other than that, I didn't yeah. really follow yeah. it too much. All right. So, anyways, for people that actually follow more things in this world than Star Wars, 
Um, they had a hell of a, an impressive uh, panel. And then Kathleen Kennedy came out and announced, uh, I think casting was first, possibly. That And uh, she also gave a release uh, month for Clone Wars, which is going to be in February. February, yes. Um, and one of the first things that annoyed me, and we'll start now, is that there is a title for it, for Cassian. It's, yeah. not, Ca- it's not Cassian. And she wants to keep it a secret. So I'm not entirely sure what the point of all that is. Yeah, I found it to be kind of weird, honestly. Just like the way yeah, it went yeah. down between Alan, Alan Tudyk and her, it was just like, okay, that seems a little awkward, but all right. Yeah, it, 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 I mean, really, at the end of the day, it's like, well, what's the big deal? You know, it, it's, it's a movie that the main actors are, are you know, Alan Tudyk and, and, and um, oh boy, my name, his name just left me. Gabriel Luna. Uh-huh. And it, we know when it takes place, we know that it's about two characters that are dead in Rogue One or die in Rogue One. And yet, you know, the secret is you can't tell what the name of the show is. So I don't know. I don't know what the big deal is. And, and that's, that's my problem with, with the way Lucasfilm is kind of operating right now. Is that with a lot of these things, it's like, okay, the era of the mystery box is over. Well, I was going to say the next thing that they announced right after this was like the galaxy's worst kept secret. You mean as far as, uh, well, that was the end of the, that was after the Mandalorian, but. Oh, well, well, no, I'm talking about the, um, after they were talking about Cassian, the thing that happened next. Oh, you mean their, their announcement of, uh, of the new series coming? Yeah, that's what I said. That was like the worst kept secret around. Sure, you know, they announced Obi-Wan. Uh, Ewan McGregor came out on stage and he said, yes, I'll be doing it. And, you know. That was about it. <laughs> yeah. And, then, and that's the other thing. It's like, it's untitled, the movie. Um, and it has Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan. And all the scripts are done. Right. But we can't tell you who any of the people who wrote the scripts are. Or, or maybe that they can't, just they're not doing it. You know, it really seems to be like one of those things that you want to tell people. Maybe was, you don't have directors yet, but well, if you was, already have well, all the scripts done. It. He's doing at least what? some of the directing himself. He, there's, it's not official? But, I mean, when the reports came out saying that this was the case, and then it's confirmed, the same report saying that he was going to be directing some of them makes it seem pretty legit that that's sure, but going to be the case. Well, yeah, it's still unofficial. Oh, yeah. It's still But But what is official, though? They just said that we're, we're making them, and he's in it. That's and it. All, and they said all the scripts are done. But that's what I'm saying. Like, like They're saying they're in the process of making it, and that he's in it. That's all that they really and, said. Yeah. And it's untitled. Yeah. And it's like, what? I swear, like, if these series, if, if, like the one's called Andor, the other one's called Kenobi, I'm like, really? You guys couldn't tell us that? Yeah, I don't, I, don't know what route I don't know what route they're going with this stuff. You know, they really do make it a like, top secret. And it yeah. doesn't have to be anymore. You know, right. you look at the way, I think, uh, it's, it's changed so much in the last four or five years. You know, and, and rightly or wrongly, uh, Feige has has changed. Kevin Feige's changed the way 
this stuff is done. He treats it very much like it's a circus. You know, you're all there to the greatest rock concert ever, and here's the cast of, you know, and they come out and bam, and then D, uh, Casey, uh, Lucasfilm shows up, and it's like, here's the cast of the movie we can't really talk about. Yeah. <laughs> was, okay. You know, I don't, I don't expect that you know who's going to score the film already or the TV series. But if you do know something, what's the harm in telling us who wrote it? Yeah. Or, or e- even if it is true that Ewan's directing some of them, say that too. Like, and by the way, some of the episodes will be directed by and point to them. That's something. Yeah. We're hoping that, that Ewan's going to direct some of the episodes. That's the plan. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, and I'm not trying to be like overly picky or anything just because like I was very happy to see the announcement, to see him on stage, see him smiling, knowing that it's official now. Did make me very happy. You know, I was excited about that. Uh, but what but is, but, okay, it could have been better. But here's the problem. What is overly picky? Well, I, I just mean that I, I don't I don't want to be like telling Disney what they should be giving me. You know, like they're the ones creating this, and, and I'll take it, whatever it is that they give me, and I'll watch the show when it comes out. It's not like this... oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it too. It, it's just the whole point is that if it, you and I as podcasters, okay, uh-huh. and you and I as you know commentators or whatever people want to consider us, if all, all right. we do is is talk, you know, if all we do is just repeat back what everybody says and don't you know critically look at it. Right. Or even ask questions or, or think about what's on our mind. What's the point of even doing a show? You know, the vast majority of people on, on, on Twitter out there are literally just, oh, my God, I'm shaking. <laughs> crying. I'm crying. Here's my reaction video. I just woke up. You know who I'm talking about if you listen to the podcast. <laughs> and the thing is, is that I've seen that face. I've seen his face already do that. And it's like. I want to do a reaction video one time and just be like, oh, okay. <laughs> my re- my I, reaction uh... video literally was, I was walking to the bus stop this morning and you told me it was out. And I'm like, oh, so I'm trying to look at my phone while I'm walking and make sure I don't get hit by cars. Yeah. That, that would be, that's realistic. You know, not all of us have time to set up the camcorder or whatever the hell, camcorder, man, I'm old. <laughs> Uh, you know, have time to set anything up and sit down and, you know, let me show you how it looks. But... With the mini VHS tape to put in the camcorder. Yeah. 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 And I'm going to sit up, you know, with smoke signals. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or, or, or teletype or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I, it, it's just one of those things that, that I don't care if, if I don't want to, I want to say when things are good as far as I'm concerned. And I want to say when things could be better. Right. Or if it, I haven't seen anything that's trash. Right. And I've never, I don't think I've ever called anything trash. And, and a lot of the stuff, you know, if, if you've listened to our podcast at all for any length of time, you'll hear that I was very critical of Rebels in the beginning. Yep. And when it got to a point that I thought it was fantastic, I was the first to say, hey, I'm not the first, but I, I readily admitted that, that now I like it. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, people change their opinions and, and it's just, you know, I, I like to I like to call it like I see it. And in this instance, I just think they're they're holding everything too close to the vest. They really should be trumpeting that this is the end. But this is not the first that the public should have heard. It's the end of, you know, the saga. Yeah, no. And actually, well, a couple of things about that. First off, I, I will say I do feel like come October Sorry. where we get yeah. the full trailer. Um, 
I, I hope that they continue to press on that and make it a big deal in that way. But uh, from October to December is two months of people talking about this being the last one. That is still enough time, I think, uh, given the scale of this. But I will say, too, I did show when this came out, I showed it to somebody else uh, where I work. Uh, and, and she's a big Star Wars fan. And uh, didn't being a big Star Wars fan, somehow she didn't even really get that this was the last one until she saw that wording in here. And then they really kind of said it. She's like, wow, yeah, this is the last one. Like, even if you know it, she just didn't really acknowledge it because it hasn't been put out that way yet until now. Well, there was, there was, a, there was a person who was commenting uh, in one of the, one of the you know, Twitter feeds or whatever where they're like, cool, so this is the third part, you know, in, in the six-part movie about the new, the new, you know, the new cast. And I'm thinking, what are you, what are you been watching? Yeah. This is it. Yeah. Now, we may get, you know, Disney Plus series of these people afterwards, but I, I think this is it. Well, the thing is, even if we do get this episode 10 or whatever, first off, I think it's going to be a, a little ways away if it does happen. And secondly, I don't even know if Disney knows if they're going to do that yet. You know, it know might Disney not. Disney knows what they're going to do at all. Ooh, I, I mean, I, th- I think they had it pretty well planned up until this point. Now that they're here, they're like, oh, crap, we got to figure out what we're doing next. <laughs> I feel like, I don't know. Well, because it seems like every, you know, every other few months, um, the who had, who's starting the next trilogy changes. Yeah, well, you know, it's so, Ryan Johnson. So initially, or... initially it was Ryan Johnson, and then Iger right. said, Game of Thrones guys, and then right. the Game of Thrones guys signed some deal, and everyone's like... And Ryan Johnson's talking about he's he's working on writing it, and everyone's like, it's Ryan Johnson again. Right. It's like, well, how about an announcement? You know, I, and they're probably, probably, I mean, Disney might make an appearance next year at San Diego Comic-Con. I mean, not Disney. Uh, Lucasfilm and Star Wars might make an appearance as far as a panel next year, because that's really all they have. Right. There is no celebration next year, right? There is. Oh, but it's it's after some, well. It's in August next year. After Cassian would have been on air, I imagine. It is well, I don't know. I mean, they haven't started. They're, they're they're in the process of filming that now, right? I think so, or maybe not. I, see, that's what I, I don't. I don't know what their timeline is. Uh, you, you know, you, you've already got them. They already signed. Uh, well, let's you know. Let, let's talk about Mandalorian first. Right. Friday. <laughs> yes. Yeah, before we start jumping around to future and all that. So Mandalorian, go ahead, Tim. Oh, uh, no, I was just going to say uh, uh, John Favreau and uh, Dave Filoni came out and had a really condensed mini version of basically what they said at Celebration uh, and then showed a trailer, and uh, which it, it was cool because it was not the trailer that, or it, it was not footage that they had at Celebration, um, but it was an actual tr- legit trailer that well, you can see on TV or whatever for promoting Disney plus. So that was neat. Cause it's about time to get something like that out now, I would think. So it's, it's good yeah. to have that. And it was a good trailer. Um, I'm really curious. Trailer. Yeah. But I'm really curious if they're going to at any point also release the trailer that they did show at celebration. Cause again, that was good and it was different from this one. So I'm, I'm just curious if that one genuinely was like just a celebration exclusive or if it will be released in the, you know, next month, or, or what's going on? It might have been a celebration. Excuse. We never know. I mean, it was good, but <laughs> anyway. Uh, but so was this one. You know, this was a good trailer, and uh, 
I, I really think it did a good job of setting up the tone of what this series is going to be like. Well, yeah, and, and it seems like it certainly takes place in a lot more places than I thought. You know, right, I mean, there's like, right. obviously there's Tatooine. Right. You know, and, and I think that's pretty obvious from the Twin Suns, you know, and the sand crawlers and the moisture evaporators and, you know, yeah. I, I don't know what else it'd be. No, it, it's no. it's very very much tattooing. <laughs> and then there's the forest looking planet, and then there's what else is there? There's uh, the one that looks like like baked sand kind of, or or used to be water, and now it's got yeah, like, like the crack ground. Yeah, and somebody suggested that that was actually uh, Mandalore. Oh, maybe maybe after the Empire is uh, that'd be cool. You know, got through minded or whatever. Oh, that'd be cool. I like that. Yeah. Because, you know, the series is only called The Mandalorian. Correct. I mean, it's like it would make sense. Well, what did you think of the trailer, though? I mean... I thought it was good. You obviously see more. Yeah, yeah. Because, um, yeah, at Celebration, they showed us, like, I was like seven and a half minutes of, of, the, of an episode or something like that. So I, I went into it with a decent impression of what it's going to be like and, and the vibe of the show. Um, and that's why I said that just a minute ago. I feel like this did do a good job of capturing how it's going to feel. You know, sometimes trailers can, uh, I'm, I'm looking at you, Star Wars animated things. Uh, trailers can kind of hype up what the show's going to be like, and then you actually watch the show, and you're like, yeah, that's not what it was supposed to be like. Um, and I feel like that's not the case with this. <laughs> so I feel like based off what it w- was shown to us, that this was actually a preview of what you're going to get with this series. Right. Do you think that Which was Gorgon's music for the trailer, or was it just stock I, trailer music? I don't think it was. It, it's possible. Of course, I, I really don't have that much of, of, of a, of, you know, not an insider knowledge on this or anything. Um, but I feel like that was probably not him who did the music for that. I did like it. I thought it fit, but... You know, let's see how it goes. There were even questions if the music in the in the clip that they showed us was him or not, because I could see where it was, and and I liked it, and I'm hoping that it was him. But given the fact that this was in April, um, it's kind of in the air if that music was his or uh, uh, temp music. Yeah, I feel it does feel a little early if it's uh, if it's supposed to be him and it's back then, you know. Yeah. And and I'm hoping that if it was temp music, that again, what he does is pretty close to it, just because again, I really did like it and I thought it worked great. Um, but we'll, we'll we'll see. I don't know. I, I know kind of the timing of the scores with films and, and feature films and that, that type of thing, but I'm not as familiar with it with a series like this, as far as when the actual recording sessions are typically done and so on. Yeah, it seems like uh, it's got to be truncated a little bit, but who knows with the way series are done now. Especially if it's like a first-party production that you're doing for your own platform. I mean, they they can control every aspect of this if they want to. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, and, and it's so hard to say with how Favreau's doing everything because he seems to really be sort of a pioneer in in, in some of this new way of doing things. Right. Uh, or or different versions of the old way. Let's put it that way. Right. You know, so he may he may start having 
somebody come to set. You know, I don't know if uh, Gorenson was on set and maybe going over some of the music and sounds already then. It's hard to, you know, I really don't know. And we don't really have a, a precedent for this in how it's to be done. You know, it's not like uh, he can just follow, like I was saying, the model of the movie stuff until now, because it works differently from that, especially with the different directors uh, that you have doing the episodes. We because do have the pre. Oh, that's true. I'm like, because, you know, typically the composer works with the director one on one to come up with the sound and, and the style and all this kind of stuff for a you know film project. Uh, so for it to be various directors, you know, that's fine. The composer can provide some consistency between the episodes and the directors. Uh, but again, it's just a different dynamic as far as the process of creating it. Now, you think, uh, do you think, does Favreau have a history with Gorenson or is it just? Uh, I'm not aware of any, but I can look it up real quick to see. But I, I, because honestly, I don't, I don't think he, he's really big with Disney now, just because of how well he did with uh, Black Panther, and I think he won, I think he won Academy Award for it, didn't he? Uh, it was nominated. I don't remember for sure. Oh, he says won one Oscar. So, yep. So, with that being said, I don't, I even though he's an Oscar winner, and even though he has a history with Disney, I don't think Disney would go, "Hey, listen, John, you have to use this guy." Right. I think John Favreau would be like, I'm going to use who I want to use. I was just curious how they came to, you know, sort of be a, become acquainted with each other. Yeah. I'm, cause, cause that's really what, that's really what I'm, uh, I would say, you know, that's the thing I'm interested in next is, is the music. Right. He has a long history think, of childish Gambino. True. Oh, that's, Donald yeah, that's Lover. true. That's true, but that doesn't mean anything here. Well, yeah, but maybe you know if we're, we're I don't know. <laughs> it'd be more. It'd be more if he did something for Solo than anything else. I mean, you know, it, it is know an end, so to speak. Yeah. Let's see. I'm looking through. I'm not seeing any type of previous association with John Favreau, unless there's something I'm missing. Either way, I think it's a great choice. Oh yeah, no, it is, and and I think it's a good way to match the vibe of this series. Still keep it within the realm of what you would imagine for a Star Wars uh, project, and also start to take a step outside of what you would think John Williams would do if he were working on this. So it, it's a good combination of of things. I think it's going to certainly have more percussion than uh, than John Williams had, although. He had some good percussion with Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. So, anyway, no, yeah, again, the trailer looks great. I, I wasn't planning on doing, like, a, you know, analysis of the new shots or anything like that, but it looks good. Um, still, I, who, I showed somebody the trailer, and the first question I got was, so are they ever going to show him without the helmet? And I'm like, yeah, right. you know, that, that's, that's been discussed a lot recently. <laughs> We've been talking about that. Well, and then he also said, well, at least on the red carpet, uh, he said Boba Fett is not in it. Yeah, Favreau said that in an interview. So there, there goes my, you know, there goes, there goes my happiness or, or hopes. Doesn't mean he won't be in season two, but 
Yeah, I mean, that's certainly true. And to be fair, I do think it's likely that he's not. But, I mean, it is entirely possible that he is, and he just said no. I don't think that's the case. I feel like he actually is not in it at this point. But technically, if they wanted to, he could have just said he's not when he is. You know what I mean? Well, and, and here's, the, here's a somewhat interesting thing. And, and my friend uh, asked me this question. I honestly don't know the answer. You know, if... I mean, they're trying to distance themselves a little bit from the established characters, correct? Yeah. So if you're trying to do that, why do you have a guy who looks like Boba Fett? And why do you have a character that looks identical to IG-88? If you're trying to distance yourself from the past, so to speak. Because I feel like they're trying to keep it familiar and keep everybody pulled into what we know about Star Wars, but that's why they're not IG-88, and it's not Boba Fett, because they're trying to take a step out to where eventually, whether it's Ryan Johnson's trilogy or whatnot, we'll be used to the concept of completely new things. This is like a transition period. Yeah, but maybe. Maybe. But yeah, we're getting Obi-Wan Kenobi, and we're getting Cassian, and... You know, the, the one thing I was disappointed with in the Kenobi announcement, like overall, again, I'm happy. Could have done things different that would have made me more hyped. Cool. I mean, I was excited, but I really, really just wanted him to come out on that stage. And the first thing he said into that microphone is hello there. That's what I wanted. And it didn't happen. But do you think do you think that he's a giant nerd like all of us and looks at his own memes all the time? Oh, probably not, but somebody can tell him beforehand. Maybe. You, know? you have to go out and say hello there like Obi-Wan. Why? Yeah, well, because people, people the love crowd it. Would, yeah, the crowd would go wild. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, that's all it is. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. I, I, as, of now, as of now, I'm definitely looking uh, forward more to, even, even with um, the, what is it? Spotlight D23 special episode of the Rise of Skywalker trailer, whatever they're calling it. The special Um, look. Yeah, whatever. It's a trailer. Uh, uh, (laughs) Just because it doesn't have the the little uh, the, you know, parental guidance, whatever, in front of it doesn't doesn't mean it's not a trailer. I know. I would hesitate to, to really call it a trailer, though. It's more of like a, a glorified TV spot than a, a trailer. What do you mean? Uh, like, a, a trailer is supposed to give you... It's like a preview, you know? Like a, a concept of what's to come with this movie. This wasn't that. This was like a status update. Is hey, by the way, this is the last one, and here are a couple new shots just to get people talking. That's all it was. It, it wasn't a trailer by design, I don't think. You think the second uh, trailer for? I don't think any Star Wars film has given us an idea of, of uh, the story. Well, it's because of the mystery box, but to an extent, all right, uh, Last Jedi a little bit too. That with the whole "It's time for the Jedi to end" in the first teaser, that really kind of set up the the narrative of how this was going to go. Um, and like with with Kylo referencing, you know, let the past die and all that kind of stuff in the trailers, they were kind of trying to set up how how the movie was going to progress. Um, the The Force Awakens, yeah, not so much because of the whole mystery box stuff and all that. 
But even even if it doesn't tell you what the plot line of the movie is going to be, you still get a decent impression of of what the experience is going to be like. Other than, like I'm saying, half of it being, hey, this is what we've had until now as a reminder. Which, and for the record, I actually I really enjoyed this. Um, I want to start out by saying that, but. I want to take it for what it is. I wasn't expecting a trailer because, and I don't think it was. I don't even think it really qualifies as a teaser per se. I think it's just more of a status update, like I said, with some new things in there. But that was about it. Which one did you like more, Mandalorian or this one? I mean, it's hard because if you if you're saying which trailer did I like better, I would say Mandalorian because I see that as a trailer. I don't see this as one. But as far as like which thing got me more excited. Uh, probably the special look. You mean the trailer? <laughs> no, I mean the the Rise of Skywalker thing. Well, I can agree that it was a Rise of Skywalker thing. Yeah, uh, I I thought it was good. I, I enjoyed it. Um, you know, you can see some of the things that are that are have been rumored slowly coming to fruition. I suppose. Um, but at the same time, it's like, oh, this could be interesting. But, you know, the, the whole thing it, it comes with a grain of salt. You, you know, I just, I'm curious to know more. I, I thought the actual panel, you know, so, so this accompanied uh, the brief presentation at D23, and we got to see it, you know, Monday, today for with us. The poster. Uh, yeah, the poster. Oh, <laughs> that that poster. We can go on about that. You want to go on about that? I don't know. Do you? Do I? You didn't see? Well, well, I mean, I think I know what you're talking about, but I don't. I don't know what your opinion is. You mean about the hot about hot toys? Yeah. That that they took a picture of a of a hot toys action figure and, and made that uh, Palpatine. The poster. What I saw about it was someone to say that they it was their understanding that it was the reference point for the animation. It essentially was kind of like a copy and paste of yeah the picture for the hot toys for the Emperor Palpatine. Um, but I don't know if it was an actual like copy and paste or if it was just a really close and accurate reference point. I don't really know. Um, I would care about it more if this had been the actual official theatrical poster. You know, with this being again, just take it for what it is. Like the one we had for the Last Jedi was awesome with the 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 red and white color scheme with Ray in the middle, Luke and Kylo on either side of the the saber going to the sky. You know, that was really cool, and I liked it, and I thought it was great, and it was a good poster. And when I looked at it, and I was like, oh, Nito, I like it. That's it. You know, this isn't what's going to be on the theaters. This isn't what's going to be promoting the movie all around. If this had been that type of poster, I would have been like, really, guys, I think you can do a little bit better as far as putting a little bit more effort into it. But being what it is was just an, a cool official promo art for this movie. I thought it was great. I enjoyed it. Man, I think it's offensive. Why is that? So when I went to D23 um, for the Force Awakens, right? Yeah. Um, we got a poster just done. Same same type of situation where we got we got a poster that was done for for D twenty three and it the was Drew Struzan one. The Drew Struzan poster. And okay. when you hear JJ Abrams talk about 
essentially what he said was that he wanted, you know, he kind of wanted Drew Struzan to do the posters, but it's just not happening, you know, and you realize that that marketing has moved away from these, you know, hand-drawn posters right? into these cut-and-paste ones that right. that we get now, or these ones where they take a reference point and just kind of put it in, you know, I don't know, or I don't even know what people use anymore, Adobe, whatever the hell. Just think of uh, any Marvel movie poster. Exactly. And and I'm not a fan of, of the way this is. I, well, I like the... I... They, they used the posters used to be a work of art, you know, like what Juice Struzan would do with Indiana Jones and the previous Star Wars movies and all this, right? That was a work of art that you could appreciate for what it so is. So the, mo- the movie was a work of art. The poster was a work of art. The score was a work of art. Right. And now the poster like is industrialized. Not. Right. It, 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 you know, it's a po- it's it's like a factory. Yeah. I mean, there there is still an art to it in, in, in its design, but the appreciation on our end is different. But here, but see, here's the thing: it, it, you actually have there is a rise in artists doing poster and doing movie posters, limited quantities, special, you know, versions of posters. There's a rise in in in, in this uh, sort of art world, so people can hang it on their wall. Right. You know, there's also these people are doing special art or special movie posters just for LPs of the mm. soundtracks. Right. You know, the, the collectors, the people who are really in the movies, they're going backwards. They want the LPs again. They want the special posters. You know, this is like turned out. The stuff now is turned, turned out for the masses. And I would honestly expect something better for people who've gone to D23. If you're going to take the time to make a poster, don't put an action figure and, and use that as your reference point. Having said that, it's while this, offensive. Well, well, while this wasn't the the poster for the movie, um, the posters I got from Celebration were stills from the trailers that we got. It's cool, and I like them, and I'm happy to have them. But there was no creation to them at all. It was just a still from what we saw. It was like a printout of something that I can pull up on YouTube, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, not to. Not to, uh, you know, praise Marvel again, but what Marvel does is they give you concept art for the show. So right. when they have Infinity War, they give out concept art of Thanos that was drawn by the concept artists. They gave out uh, a concept or, or a piece for Black Widow. They give out concept for the WandaVision TV series. You know, right. you got what? Who's the artist? We don't know. Oh. Yeah. Good cop, bad cop. Um, I don't really have anything to add about that Marvel stuff. <laughs> no, I just mean, I, again, it's just one of those things to where it feels lazy. Well, yeah, but, and, and again, personally, I, I do wish there were more to it than that, but I can kind of see where from their side, I. I don't know if people really care as much as they used to either. So they might be, you know, they might go, Hey, we're not going to invest as much resources or money or whatever into creating a better poster. if People don't really care about it. Well, first, I, I could first see that argument. Mo- yeah. But first and foremost, you don't think that the people who actually paid money and waited in the line to go to D 23 care about a poster. 
I think they might not think that the the, the people in charge of all this. Huh. Okay. I I could be wrong. You know, I I don't I don't talk to J.J. Abrams regularly. <laughs> like I don't I don't have this information. Um, but I could understand why they're they're focused more on the actual presentation and the information and what they're going to show you or whatever. Like this is the experience. The poster is a bonus, and people don't really care about it. They're going to sell it on eBay anyway. So why are we going to put? I I could see them having that opinion. I think you're you're excusing shoddy. Uh, I think you're excusing shoddiness. It's not going to get us anywhere, Tim. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I, I guess we can also go ahead and just get right to the uh, the special look for the Rise of Skywalker that came out officially publicly this morning on Good Morning America. It was what they showed at um, D23 on, on Saturday. Uh, so. A little, just a quick bit of context going into this. A lot of people before D23 were expecting to get some sort of behind-the-scenes sizzle reel type of thing like we've gotten in the past. Uh, it would make sense. I think that was what was expected, where you see, uh, you know, uh, some sets or like a, a video of a cameraman taking a shot of a scene for two seconds that doesn't tell us anything. Stunt doubles working on stuff. This is, I think, what we were expecting. Uh, so. I was really interested by the the marketing or like the the press side of all this too because as soon as the the special look was shown um it was everywhere online from like official media outlets everybody was talking about it they're tweeting about it as they're watching it like there was no restraint at all so like if you care at all about any of this you knew what was going to be in this special look before you saw it this morning so I was really interested by that, especially because of how secretive they, they've been so far with everything. And at Celebration, they're like, you know, don't record, put down your cameras, all that stuff, right? And it's like, well, then if you're releasing this two days later, why are you letting everybody just tweet about it who saw it openly? I, I don't know. It just didn't make sense to me that they were totally fine with that. Why are you being critical? Because I'm I'm just a mean, pessimistic person. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, the as previously mentioned before, uh, the first half, I'm sure everybody's seen it, but the first half, essentially, of this, uh, I, I started to say trailer just to make Mark, you know, feel more fulfilled, but I can't bring myself to do it. Do we have any other special looks you can refer to for me? You know, I, I haven't seen it, but I, I saw somebody online said that, that Disney's been doing them more and more recently and that they had one for Endgame two um and some other things so i'm not that familiar with them but apparently they have done them before just not for star wars yet yeah okay um but anyway so the first half is a recap of the franchise until now so it starts it goes uh by order of release date uh until the very end but it starts with uh new hope and then just runs through they kind of uh mixed and, and mashed a couple things in there with Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker were kind of back and forth. And also, this is a minor detail, but they threw in a, a clip of Boba Fett from Return of the Jedi in the middle of the Empire Strikes Back footage. But anyway, uh, while this is going on, they're playing a, a variant of Yoda's theme, uh, which is its new take on it. Now, I'm not sure about this. Uh, we, we know they have recorded 100 minutes of music for this movie so far. And he still has about, John Williams still has about 40 to do at this point. Um, 
So I don't know if, if that music was actually from the movie or not. Typically, it's not. Typically, there is a production company, a music production company that does, or, or a person who does the music for trailers and trailers only. Uh, so there was a there was a guy I retweeted this morning who was like, I think a scholar, uh, John Williams type scholar. Yeah. Um, and he's he broke the trailer down by, I mean, <laughs> he broke the trailer down as far as the score, and said none of it is uh, new. None of it is, is from John Williams. Okay. Well, I was going to say, I, I could see, yeah, the second half, absolutely not. I don't see how that could be. The first half, I was going to say, I could see where it is, or if it isn't, then I would give major props to the person who did do it, because it was a good job of making it sound like something John Williams would do now. To, to the level, even when there's like a percussion uh, kind of pronounced moment at one point that sounds like what he's been doing recently in the past two movies with seven and eight so okay it was real a, quick yeah can i can i jump in here because i'm going through twitter to try yeah, and yeah. find that link for you okay. but so for me trending or whatever for searching th uh -huh. this is how ridiculous everything is fans are freaking out at c-3po's eyes in the new star wars trailer <laughs> are, are we uh I, well, I have seen most of the stuff online be about that, jokes about it. They're not freaking out in a uh, what does this mean way, but just in, that's what everybody's talking about because it's where all the jokes are. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. And the other one is Ray wields a formidable. Oh, oh no, sorry, not formidable, foldable. Red lights. <laughs> well, it is it foldable and formidable. Uh, yeah. Uh, so oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, yeah. So it's just a recap at first, which was good because again, they're really starting to emphasize that this is. Guess what, guys? This is the last one. This is the grand finale of thirty years of filmmaking. So forty. Wait, no. Forty years. Wow. I don't know what I'm saying. I think it's the thirty years because that was from uh, Force Awakens or Last Jedi to Force Awakens. Anyway, um, this has been forty years of filmmaking, and this is the grand finale of it, and it's really big deal you know endgame was a big deal because that was all those movies um over what, 11 years i think and all that and it was a fan it was of course a huge deal uh but this is 40 years less movies but obviously the significant huge indescribable cultural impact that this has had and this is the end to it so it's a big deal and i'm glad that they finally have started to push that point uh and then they start to go into all the the, the new clips from it which isn't a ton but there are some things there so the first thing that we really see is, of course, the uh, Ray, Poe, and Finn with Chewie and 3PO in the background uh, looking onto this city or village. I, I do want to say real quick, you can see the Falcon kind of in the background. So I don't know. I, I get the feeling based off of whether it's the leaks or this image or whatever. I think there's a lot of movement in this movie. I don't think that they're going to be stuck on, in one location for too long. You know? Whoa, whoa. Updated news. What's that? This is from Deadline Hollywood 10 minutes ago. Okay. Eva Longoria okay. is to direct the Cheetos movie Flamin' Hot for Fox Searchlight. Okay. Wait, what podcast is this? <laughs> this is the Deadline Hollywood podcast. Oh, damn. I thought today was Tuesday when I do my, my Cheetos podcast. <laughs> uh, I forgot it was Monday. I appreciate Can we just that take a break real quick news. to say how ridiculous that is? They're doing a Cheetos movie? 
yeah, I'm a little, little, uh, uh, I don't even know what the word is. Like, I can't say surprised because honestly, I'm not really surprised, but I'm, I'm just, are you here. fired up? No, I'm kind of, sh- I get up? it. I get it. But I'm more shaking my head thinking, what have we done no, as a society? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, no, sorry, go ahead. No, yeah, so, and, and by the way, in this shot, Poe looks like sad. <laughs> he just has like this sigh, like, oh no, this is not what he wanted to see. Um, and then the next shot is uh, them still walking. It's this big festival parade thing that's occurring. I think they've previously this, referenced a festival. Those fireworks go off in the background? It's it's like a a chalky thing. It's, it's like a mini chalk firecracker thing. <laughs> it's weird. Um, right. uh, next shot is, of course, Leia, which, you know, we, we've gone over this a bunch of times. It's been in the promos, or not promos, like the uh, interviews and panels and stuff uh, that they have reused previously unused and unreleased footage of uh, Carrie Fisher as Leia from The Force Awakens in this movie. Uh, so we, of course, get a, a shot of her in this. Uh, we have the next shot being when all of the resistance fighters show up uh, at hyperspace or whatever. This is something that makes, uh, I think, a decent amount of people pretty happy here. And the reason being what we see in this. Of course, we have your X-Wings like you would expect. We also have Y-Wings and A-Wings and B-Wings. We have a Karelian Corvette in there. It's pretty much got all of your OG ships in there represented, especially the B-Wing seems to be making a lot of people happy. B-Wing makes me very happy. Yes. Uh-huh. And, you know, no, and he, it does. No, I know, I know. What I was going to say, you can kind of see, I'm trying to, I can't quite pause it. I, I wanted to pause it on this shot. It does look like this X-Wing in the foreground might be the new one that we've seen images of that have, it has a lot of orange on it. I'm not entirely sure. But it does look like there's a decent amount of orange coloring uh, on the side of this and all over this X-Wing, actually. So might be Poe up there up front. The next thing we have is the Star Destroyers. And what's pretty cool about this is kind of a couple things. First off, these are Imperial Star Destroyers. They are not First Order Star Destroyers. Don't want to go too much into spoilers, but this does play into that. So if you follow spoilers, all I'm saying is think of red things. Um, well, they and, they have red paint on them. Well, that's what I was gonna say next. Is they they're kind of trimmed and and have red on the borders, uh, which again, think of what other stuff we've seen from this movie that is red. Anyway, um, Emperor's Royal Guards. Okay, uh, so <laughs> underneath, of course, the next mm. one we have just the rows and rows and rows of these stars. See three those eyes. We're not there yet, Mark. No, that's you said. Think of what else is red. See three those eyes. Yeah, we're not there. We're going to talk about wow. obviously. Pal- we're going to talk about how obviously Palpatine is possessing three PO in that shot. But we're no, maybe see three PO's jacked into the mainframe of all these uh, <laughs> of, of these star destroyers. And he's just yeah, <laughs> controlling all of them. Oh man, uh, but no, we have these like, rows and rows and rows and rows of these star destroyers, uh, which looks uh, I'd say intimidating. Um, Wait, what'd you say? Rows? Yes. Oh wow! Trailer. Wow! <laughs> not, not, not in a special look. <laughs> it's true. That is true. Which again is part of the reason why it's not a trailer because it, it's not a full. Not even a special look thing. 
Not yeah, well it's true, not a special look. Um so but you can see in, in this you can see underneath these star destroyers is a little like like cutout here, <laughs> so to speak, where you have some type of like cannons or something in there, which may or may not relate to another shot that we have in this trailer. Next is uh Finn and Janna in what is not the Falcon, just because you have who? a pilot. Finn and who? Uh, Janna, right? Oh Janna? Who's that? Naomi Aki. Oh, the new girl. Yeah. She's in a special look. <laughs> Correct. But not rows and rows of things. Rows and rows. Rows, 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 your boat. Nope. <laughs> All right, sorry. Continue with the special look breakdown. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think this is the Falcon that they're in. It could be, but with the, the seating arrangement, the pilot to the side and all that, I don't think it's the Falcon. Uh, it might be. It would be really cool if this is the, the Krillin Corvette, actually. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so then next is the shot that everyone's talking about. We see Mr. Goldenrod sitting up, but his eyes, they're not normal. Yep. They're very, very r- rose red. Who? <laughs> um, they're red with a deep, vibrant red, kind of like the color of a rose. And, uh, that's really it. That, that's all you see. He's like, looks like he's sitting up in some sort of like shop or something. But uh, again, without going too much into the spoiler territory, let's just say that that happens. Uh, he's Jack. <laughs> next shot is kind of uh, what I was just referencing to with the Star Destroyers. This is a, a beam, like a miniature, very, very miniature version of what Starkiller Bays could do, uh, shooting down at, at the planet's surface. It looks like this is just destroying like a small section of a town. Kind of thing like a block. Oh, just a small town. Uh, well, it was, it was like a couple blocks of a town or something like that. Not necessarily mm. the whole town, but no, yeah. no, everyone's not dead. Yeah, but if you have if all of those rows and rows and rows of star destroyers have one each, for example, that can do a decent amount of damage. Yeah. I just I hope that this is more like new tech weaponry and not like. <laughs> They'll have to do a trench run on the Star Destroyer. Um, the Star Destroyer does its own trench run. That would be better if they're. <laughs> if, that would be awesome if they're all like small, small, uh, small Star Destroyers, like personal size, where like your legs go down into the V point. Yeah, and they just drive. They just ride in them, and it's X wings versus Star Destroyers in a trench. But but they still move at Star Destroyer speed, though. Yeah. Even though they're smaller so miniaturized. You, yeah, you go really slow. Yeah, it's like the scooters of the galaxy. Yeah. But they're yeah. they're he- heavily uh heavily armored. They're like yeah, and... they're like people at at Walmart with the mark carts. Yeah. They just go real slow and you have to get out of the way. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh confirmed. So uh, next up, we have race training, and we get to see something that we haven't seen in official movie things up until this point, which is that she throws a lightsaber, and it comes back to her. She catches it just like a lightsaber throw, like you have in all the, the games and EU and all that other stuff. We now officially have it in a canon now, according to what it looks like in the trailer, unless they cut it to make it look like that when it's not. Um, but I doubt it. And they did, uh, they did. It's okay, though. I saw, somebody <laughs> well, break, I saw somebody break it down. It don't look like that. Eh, well, anyway, it's, it's, okay. 
She has her also like a little red bandage on her left hand. Uh, I saw, I think somebody was like, what's the significance of the red band? And I'm like, it's probably nothing. I'm just spitball on here. Maybe it has something to do with her like self-training or something. Just saying. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe it's significant so that she's part of the Sith Trooper faction. I don't know. But I doubt it. Uh, anyway, we have, I think this is one of the money shots of, of this special look, which is Kylo on the snow area walking up, igniting his lightsaber. And something that I found to be really, really interesting about this is the lightning in the background goes from the ground to the sky instead of the other way around. So whether that's because it is the planet itself, like some sort of natural occurrence, or if it's because this is like part of a force vision of some sort or something, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, but it's interesting just seeing the, the reverse lightning occurring. Money shot. There you go. There's always one in every special look i don't think that's the technical money shot though well no true I, I, but it's it's one of them I that guess. money the real money shots coming up yeah here we have kylo and fanboys uh, are thirsty <laughs> we have kylo and ray fighting lightsaber dueling uh in what appears to be the wreckage of the death star not only because it's in the the ocean like we saw in the last trailer where we had the huge dish from the death star but you also have a turret here from like you know the trench runs yeah you have a death star turret here on the side so it would seem that they are fighting on the remains of the death star ruins we have oh and by the way when this is going on we also hear the emperor talking and as far as what he says, I, I have this muted right now, but if memory serves me correctly, it is um, your journey nears its end or something to that effect. And then there's like a Vader breathing, other kinds of noises in the background. Not going to go too analytical on the noises. But the next shot being the last shot is probably what you're referring to as the money shot. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mark, <laughs> what are your thoughts on the money shot here. Uh, it is a it is Kylo's vision okay of what would have happened okay if he had never turned to the dark side. Okay. And instead Ray is taking his place cuz it almost looks like the forest on Starkiller base. See in the background. It's That's it's, what I'm seeing. I'm seeing snow I'm seeing that, and so I'm imagining him seeing what would have happened if Snoke got his claws into her, and he was Ben Skywalker, or Ben Solo, and she was whoever she was, and that's what I'm thinking is, is the, the, you know, the vision somehow. Other people are saying it's Ray. Yeah, I know. I know. People are talking about how this is a clone or, or twins. Like, there are some crazy things that are coming out about this. And I'm like, okay, guys, calm down. Like, first off, let's just say that, that it is a clone, like you're thinking. Do you think Mr. JJ Mystery Box Abrams would put something like that in a special look like this? No. <laughs> he put it in a trailer. Not even. Not even that. No. no. He wouldn't do that. I mean, that that's like a major major trilogy implications, not just plot for this movie, but the entire series implications. He's not going to just toss that into a trailer because it looks cool. Right. He is J.J. Abrams. Yeah, mystery box. It's not what it used to be, but he's not going to do something like that either. 
Uh, some interesting things that have been pointed out about this, though, is that first off, they say Daisy really looks a little different. Now, whether that's uh, digital intervention or makeup or whatever it is, I do see what they're talking about. Um, it might just be makeup to, you know, make her look like more pale, for example, because typically Sith people aren't the most, uh, you know, healthy looking. Um, but who's not? Typically Sith people. Dark side. Duke could look great. Typically. Look, I'm, I'm old too, <laughs> man. Just because he, he's of a certain age doesn't mean he didn't look great for his age. Maul looked good too. I mean, he lost his legs and his, and his generals, <laughs> I think, at one point. <laughs> but he looked good. Yeah, I, I would and argue. you tell me, well, okay, what other Sith do we know? We can't really count Asajj as a Sith, right? No, we can't, because she was. She d- didn't stay the entire time, but she was. Okay, so she was smoking. Yeah, but she was also, like, like, not like she used to be back in the day. Look better. Especially when she got that one cut, you know, for Dark, <laughs> dark Disciple or whatever. <laughs> Woo. I mean, let's look, not, look, look. Let's look. not even. Look, I Wait, didn't say. Hold on. I... hold on. You tell me that Anakin Skywalker, there's not a deep, deep, unquenchable thirst for him. I, I. Hey, I, I never, I never talked about any type of like attraction or anything like that. I just said they don't typically look the most healthy, and that is true. I thought you said attractive. No, no, I said healthy. Oh damn! <laughs> well, he looks healthy. He looks fit. Yellow eyes don't look healthy on a human being. Okay, so he's jaundiced a little bit. What does <laughs> yeah. it matter? He had two. His Billy Rubin count was too high. Good God. I'm just saying, like this is okay. So she also I'm interesting observations, saying. exactly. So some other observations about this this shot. I can't do that much longer. It hurts. Um, her the the blade in it, the red blade, is the same type of blade that Kylo has, which is supposed to be pretty unique to him. Uh, so like the the crackling element to it. Her outfit is also pretty similar to what Kylo has with the, the hood and, and the, the I mean, the cape is, is pretty generic bad guy thing here, but then like the, the belt, the big belt across the middle, all that kind of stuff. Uh, the, I, I don't know. I, my first thought when I first saw this was that it, it's another ESB type of moment where we have Luke fighting himself in, in the Vader form. You Maybe. know? Well, that was my first thought. I'm like, and yeah, it could be that. I also, after that thought, something like you were saying, where this could still be some type of vision thing, but not necessarily her. It could be Kylo slash Ben, depending on where this is in the process of the movie. It could be something induced by Palpatine. It could be something... I, I don't know. M- m- what I feel like, I do not think this is an actual physical thing where Rey goes bad, or it's a clone, or it's her evil twin. I don't think it's any of that kind of stuff. Not only because, again, this, is, this, this, is the this part wouldn't be the place to do it. I think it's the part where you're learning Ray's uh, parentage. Oh my goodness! I have seen numerous people being like, "That's not Daisy Ridley. That's Carrie Russell." It doesn't look like Daisy Ridley. It doesn't look like Carrie Russell. But like, like you look at her Correct. and you go, "It looks more like Daisy Ridley than Carrie Russell." Well, you look at her and you're like, "What's wrong with Daisy?" You're not like, "Oh hi, Carrie." Daisy, Daisy just got the cheekbones like darkened, like sucking it in. 
Yeah. Like I do when I take selfies, like like Zoolander. Yeah, you I was a little, little, little bit more pale. You see my selfies in a second, and I look good. <laughs> a little pale. She's got different clothes on. Finally, you know, it's like yeah. got the hood know. over, which we haven't really seen that look really before. Yeah. I, I miss I, I I miss the hoods. I love I love the cloaks. Yeah, yeah, they're cool. You can always count on you can always count on uh, uh, Star Wars for a long time and have a good cloak, but not lately. You know, it would be really bring, interesting. Bring back the robes. Like this is a really minor thing; it's probably not going to happen. But it would be a really cool visual to have uh, Kylo without his mask, just you know, his normal face and the hood up. It's like an interesting visual to have, mm. when you, especially if you're going to try to do some sort of Ben Demption thing. Like if he's struggling between the light and dark side, that's like right in the middle. Is he Ben Demptioning? I mean, do we know that yet? Uh, I think there there have been uh, references and implications to that potentially happening. I, it, it, the fandom's going to go either way. There's going to be, a, I think, a large section, a large swath. They were they originally Raylos were like relegated to to minor status, you know. <laughs> they were they were kept down low, quiet, you know. Don't right. you know, you're not really part of this fandom, and they used to get mocked. I think right. Raylos are out in full force now. It it is a thing that might happen, especially after Last Jedi. Last Jedi was like the bendention for Raylos. Like, see, we told you, we told you, there's something there. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. At this point, I feel like they're treating it like a friendship, or just like a close friendship, potentially. Like, like that's what it could get to as far as Adam Driver and Daisy Ridley and what they've said about it. I don't. Can I tell think... you what I watched today? Sure. On YouTube. Was it I Mike Zero? Three... No. Was it Noah no, Outlaw? Is... No, stop. <laughs> it's, it's better than that. Oh, I watched okay. three videos of. Kylo and Rey set to Across the Stars. Three. <laughs> Three videos. And it works. <laughs> uh, I, I'm just saying I don't see it going well, that why, route. Why did, I watch, why did I watch three videos? Because somebody I wasn't said across the, stars, across the Stars won't be in Apparently, you know, he's using all the themes. John Williams is using all the themes again. Right. Somehow, and I was like, well, I was going to use Across the Stars. Right. Wait a second. And then I was like, there has to be a tribute video out there. Uh, <laughs> and there was three. Wow. I'm not, yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not surprised. It's fantastic. <laughs> um. Anyway, I got, there, there's there's a ton of speculation. If you really want to participate in, in you know what your thoughts are about what this means or what's going on, you know, you can do that. Many online. You can talk about the forms. other footage. Well, yeah, yeah, we'll get there in just a second. I, the only other thing I was going to point out, this is super minor, but it has been pointed out in this shot with Ray that on the right hand side, it looks like for a second like someone's cloak is turning or something like that. So it looks like she is facing somebody. In, in this thing, it's not like she's just about to go walk out of the cave or something. Like there's somebody actually there. Um, now again, whether that's because this is uh, you know Ben or, or Ray or clone or whatever it is, Ray, which again I don't think it is. Um, it's not her by herself in, in this scene. It looks like. 
And as far as where it is, it's interesting that you talked about the uh, Starkiller Forest. Because uh, to me, it, it looks more like a, a cave of some sort. Like the walls seem more constructed. I don't really get the whole forest vibe from it. Whatever. Do you get the snow vibe? I, I, yeah, I can see that. It's like, you know, obviously the cold hues too and everything. But um, Saber, or the flip Saber. What did you think about that? Oh, that's cool. I mean, yeah, I feel like it's it's going to be a neat product to sell. I feel like it's going to be seen in this movie for a grand total of 15 seconds. Yeah. At most. You know, it, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, how practical is that exactly? But all right. I just, I, I get the overall, overall impression that the way things are done here is that they're, there's not a whole lot of, of new. Like, if Ray really were to go dark, for example, I don't think it would. I don't think. I don't know. I feel like not everything would be the same because a lot of it is familiar with the crackling lightsaber, her overall look and design, her using like the, the staff type of saber and all that. It just seems like this is somebody's uh, creative imagination or, or depiction or visualization of, like you said, what it would be like potentially if something like this were to have happened instead. Like this is a creative visual, not a practical example of what it actually is. It's just like, hey, this right. is theoretical. It might turn out something like this. You never know. You know, Here's an example ba based off of what we know, like Kylo's lightsaber. So, I don't know. I found, I just, I found that interesting. Uh, and then, uh, as far as the other things that we saw that were not included in this were from D23, there's like a montage of different clips from various things that Disney's working on. And there were a couple of new shots from the Rise of Skywalker in there, including, uh, one where Kylo is kind of bringing up out of his storage container, <laughs> the, the, the burned Vader mask once again. Uh, which, again, has been alluded to in various leaks and stuff. So if you're following that, this is another thing. Although we, we knew about that. That was shown at the shareholders meeting, I believe, that footage. But um, they showed that. And they also showed uh, another look at the Carillion Corvette and just people kind of skirmishing around somebody, like, you know, uh, repelling down the front of it, pretty much. Yeah, um, but doesn't that Vader mask look like it's, like, breathing or smoke's coming out of it and, like, it... Somebody was suggesting, and I thought this was a pretty decent uh, takeaway, was that maybe the person that Kylo has been talking to the whole time in the, in the mask was Palpatine. I saw that, too. I saw someone suggest that, you know, when he's like, show me again the power of the dark side or whatever, that it, it was Palpatine. Yeah, I've seen that suggestion. It's a, it's a decent idea, like you said. And again, we still haven't, we don't even have a, uh, uh, what, what, what type of thing was this? A special look? What is it called? Yep, D23 special look. Yeah, we don't even know if there's a special look yet at Matt Smith, whether he's in the movie or not in the movie. No. No, I really don't think we're going to get anything about him at all until we watch the movie. Okay, so here's the deal then. So what is he if it's that big of a secret? Well, that's just what I'm saying. I, I don't think that his involvement... Is he like young, young Sheev? In no, a flashback? I, no, I think it's supposedly he is... Uh... Depending on who you ask, is either like a Knight of Ren or a dark spoilers, or, or like a dark side acolyte or something to that effect, uh, who like voluntarily becomes a host body for Palpatine. So, 
in that way, I, I don't think it's a spoiler to say that he's involved just because. I, I mean, it's not like you look at him, you're like, oh, he must be playing whatever. It's not so much that. It's really not thing, well, though, if he just pops up out of nowhere. Well, I, I just feel like I could see it where they, they say if, if we're casting somebody of this caliber and, and this popularity in our movie and we're not going to show him in anything, we're not going to tell him who, and tell anybody who he is, they may be afraid that speculation is going to start to run, run wild about him being related uh, somehow to Palpatine because people have discussed how before this, people have talked about how he could play a young Sheev. So I'm wondering if they're just trying to just just keep it on the download. Don't let anybody know that he's in there, so they won't even be going there in their heads and speculating about it and getting too close to what's actually going to happen. Would you want a young Sheev Disney Plus series? No. You wouldn't want the history of Sheev. No. Really? No. I mean, I mean, right. we we've already seen. To me, the background that the to him that the prequels gave and especially the clone wars as far as how he orchestrated this entire thing the whole time i don't need to see him young if you want to go back to some plagueis things okay i'm cool with that but before that i don't you know i don't need a oliver twist sheave story can i have some more sir yeah some more midichlorians please i don't need that real quick before i forget it did you see the Supercut that I think it was Star Wars. Was it Underworld? Is that uh, what's the name site? Dominic Jones. Yeah, yeah. Of uh, of uh, uh, Gabriel Luna talking about how much he wants to touch Java, and he wants, <laughs> and he doesn't call him Java. It's so cool. He calls him Yava. Oh, Diego Luna. Yeah, yeah. Diego Luna. He calls him Yava, and how much he wants to just touch him, and he wants to meet Yava. And if he had, if he had to French kiss uh, Yava, or I forget what the other thing was, he'd choose to French kiss Yava. And I'm like, man, they need <laughs> just because of it's literally like five minutes of him talking about how much he loves Jabba the Hutt, and he just wants to touch him. He just wants to feel the texture. <laughs> and it's like we really do need him in uh, in uh, the Cassian Andor television show. And yeah, and honestly, th- you can do that. That's make not a make a job just just for him, just so we can touch him. Yeah, except it's, and it's not a problem to work that into the story timeline. No, it should be there. Now, as far as I know, we don't know how many episodes his series is. Correct? Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be more than eight, though. I mean, what are they saying? Six for Obi Wan? Yeah, at first they're saying six to eight, but most of what I've heard seems to be relating to six. So, I, okay. but but again, I don't know. It could be eight. I don't know. Is that rumor still accurate uh, that that our friend dropped uh, about Darth Maul being in the show? Who knows? Mm. Mm. I haven't heard yes or no. You heard it. You heard it from him first. Yeah, it said exclusive on it. So exclusive. Uh huh. I'm gonna start putting out exclusives that are like. <laughs> If I get it right, it's so easy that if we get it right, I could say I had an exclusive. If I get it wrong, I'm like, well, they must have changed it. <laughs> okay, here's my exclusive. Ready? Uh-huh. I have it from a reliable source. Do you? Okay. Uh-huh. And I, and I can't, look, I can't divulge who it is because they will get fired. Oh, yeah. 
I wouldn't even ask. Boba Fett, Boba Fett is in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Oh, okay. Now, I don't know how big his role is yet. Right. Because the person wasn't one to divulge that. But he does make an appearance. Like It might even be like a Constable Zuvio level of involvement. Maybe. Or, you know, he's in the background in Tatooine. I mean, they're in the same area. So I just right. want everybody to know, it's been confirmed that he's in it. They might cut it based on time or, you know, but he's in it. I mean, the Kenobi series is about eight years after Revenge of the Sith, if I heard that correctly. So, you know, timeline works. Open yeah, that. Exclusive. Podcast 287 exclusive. I'm going to bring you in on this too, Tim. Well, you know what? Uh, well, I'm glad you did that because I'm going to add on to your exclusive. Ooh. I actually know how he's in the in the From your own series. source? Yeah. Okay, you, you, you just corroborated my information on air, so now I can come out with my exclusive. Bam. Go. At one point, Obi-Wan, there, there's this scene where he's, he's going between towns. He's going from Moss Espa to Moss Eisley mm-hmm. on a D-back. Mm-hmm. And at one point in the background, there's nothing but sand, right? Right. And in the distant background, we have Alden Ehrenreich fighting against Boba Fett. Oh, my God. As he goes by on the D-back. Do you, can you see it's Alden Ehrenreich? Or you just, you, you know? No, you, you can see it. Because at one point, the D-back stops and Obi-Wan looks over and says hello there. And Alden looks over and winks. And then they keep going. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ah. Exclusive. So do you think um, you can title this podcast uh, episode exclusive <laughs> Boba Fett and Alden Ehrenreich fight in the Kenobi series? Oh, no. And put a giant, like, winky, <laughs> winky face just because <laughs> we're like, type of deal? Not because we're joking, but we're more like, you know, hey, we got you. We're here for you. <laughs> You know what I mean? Not winky, like relying and making stuff up. More like, (laughs) you know? I know what you're saying. Winky face? Maybe we're just making everything up. (laughs) Um, Exclusive. What I I will say is that this is pretty much what you need to know about Star Wars from D23. If you weren't following it and weren't paying attention, if you're offline or something like that, I'm sure you've seen the, the special look by now. Um, but that's pretty much w- what you missed. The, the information, and if you want to know more about anything, like if you hadn't caught the Mandalorian trailer yet or something like that, find it all on YouTube at this point. Uh, officially, like from the Star Wars channel. Um, but that's about that. So I mentioned last week in, in last week's episode that I felt like this was going to be the beginning of... The, the final push, the excitement, the start of the hype for the last installment of the Skywalker saga, right? And I, and I do still think that. I was expecting a behind-the-scenes reel, so for this to be not that, and closer to a trailer than that, you know, um, I really feel like this, this did start that, because again, coming up in not that long, it's just a few weeks, we're going to have the Triple Force Friday, and there's going to be a whole lot of stuff surrounding that. We're going to get TV spots, probably around that time frame. And then before you know it, it's going to be the actual trailer. Tickets are going to go on sale for it. And again, more TV spots, more promo. The marketing blitz is going to happen. We're going to be watching well, those TV promos that have exa- 100%, uh, well, not like 90% scenes from the trailers that we've seen. And then one new shot that's going to make us all freak out. You know, It's going to be fun. And I think it all, again, started this past weekend. 
Well, and, and here's the thing too, you know, I, I do give it a lot of grief and I, and I am fairly critical of it, but in a way they're obviously going dark for the most part, like Marvel did uh, after Infinity War or around Endgame time to where they don't really talk about what's coming next. There's a lot of rumors. Right. There's a lot of, you know, innuendo, but I think honestly, you know, and, and as a fan, I want to know what's coming, but obviously they're just kind of riding it out. You know, we're going to finish the saga and then we'll let you know what's coming because we don't want to divert the attention from right. episode nine too much. I mean, we obviously have Mandalorian coming, but we don't want to divert the, the attention too much from, from episode nine to what's the next trilogy or the trilogy after that or, you know. Right. I think next year at this time we'll have a great, you know, earlier than that we'll have a, a fantastic idea of what's coming. But, I mean, I get it. This is, this is the run-up to the new movie and everything else. Well, honestly, I don't even think so. Because I think, you know, we're going to have The Mandalorian in November and then this movie. Uh, Clone Wars in February. You know, I think they're going to they're gonna give it a, a break before they start to announce too much more. Uh, this time next year, maybe, but it might be a little bit longer than a year from now until we really get a good picture of what's going to be coming. Oh, I don't think that's true at all. Yeah? If, 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 I think we'll find out before then, but honestly, the next movie's set for what? Uh, 22? I believe so. So, I think it's fairly safe to assume that and they'll probably do it at Celebration, we'll get an announcement at the very latest of what the next trilogy is. That is true, because Celebration is like a year from like now, right? Isn't it like right. late August? It's in, yeah, it's late August of, tw- of 2020. Yeah. That'll be you know a little over two years until, until uh, the next movie. And potentially everything will have been shown at that point i mean i assume we'll have cassian at least an episode by then we'll probably possibly even be seeing a trailer for season two of mandalorian and the first season of obi-wan by then so i think they'll take that time to announce here's what the new movies are and here's what's coming up as far as disney plus here's some new series coming here's a new animated series because resistance will be off the air phone wars will be done I i think that next celebration in anaheim will be really solid but i i can't see them waiting longer than a year from now to start well, telling you what's coming well yeah they, they can they can introduce us to the concepts and stuff i, I don't know how many we're not, gonna, details, we're not obviously gonna know. get a trailer well like but for, for like the movies for example like the 2022 movie but why wouldn't at that point you have to have somebody cast because it because yeah. in, in they august they can... They can in do like August, a title and a cast, but I don't think we're yeah. going to have like a teaser, really. Oh, no, 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 no. No, definitely not. But I, I think at that point we'll have, whether it was a title or not, we'll, we'll definitely have at least the idea of where it's set. Like an you era. Know, whether, yeah, whether it's just the Outer Rims or whether it's right. you know, the Old Republic or whatnot. But, but I think we'll get something. I think right. this is just kind of like, let's focus on finishing this and, and the D23 shows that you know about, and then we'll worry about the next, the next stuff next year. Right. I think it is safe to say, you know, Star Wars isn't going anywhere. This is being shown as, you know, the, the 
last, one last time kind of thing because it is for what we know up to this point. But between the Disney Plus three sets of series that we have coming out, two trilogies of movies that are going to be worked on, you know, there's still a lot of Star Wars to be coming out pretty soon. So, I mean, on the one hand, this is the end of, of a part of it. But it's again, it's not going anywhere. So we still have a lot more to be looking forward to. And you have, unfortunately, a lot more episodes of us to be dealing with in the meantime. Oh, God. God, yes. <laughs> and, and, and real quick, here's the other thing as well. So so obviously, and in, 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 you know, this is not even debatable, but Marvel is the thing at this point in time. Uh-huh. Marvel is the more popular franchise or group of films. There is a ton of stuff coming to D23, not D23, to Disney Plus from Marvel. Right. That will get the average Marvel fan to watch, to buy. You know, they'll buy D23 so they can watch these things. Sure. Well, once you watch these shows, there's going to be other things that, you know, they're going to want to watch. They're going to want to watch. Maybe they've never seen Star Wars before. Like, hey, you know, there I are. About the Disney Plus de- thing. Yeah, there's a, there's a decent amount of people out there who've never, ever seen anything from right. it. So I can honestly imagine that they're going to go over and they're going to watch, you know, Phantom Menace, Obi-Wan, Mandalorian, Revenge of the Sith. And then before you know it, they've got, oh, yes, I can't wait to see what Star Wars has next. So yeah. this is also going to bring in new fans as well uh, for Star Wars. And it's a win-win, really. You know, the, the kids, the parents are going to get it for their kids also because... Oh my God! Every single Disney movie is going to be on it, and every single Pixar movie is going to be on it. And I can twelve dollars a month. I can spend this, and these kids can watch it in the room, in the other room, in the car, on the phones. And then the kids one day going to go, "What's this?" And they're going to click over to Star Wars, and and that's how you create a new fan. So it's that's not true. in any trouble. Oh yeah, yeah. No, and again, by the popularity on the internet of this uh, special look today, again, it's not going anywhere. It skyrocketed on YouTube as soon as it was released. It was like half the trending topics on Twitter. When it came, I mean, it's it's not like Disney's killing this or anything. So, oh no, um, nope. And and it's also I think one one other thing to point out too with the uh, Disney Plus stuff is I did look into it from what I could find from the beginning of the show. It looks like the Last Jedi is not going to be there at launch and will be added later. Okay, that's not. A pro- I mean, that's not a problem if you're going in order. And then yeah. also we've speculated about it, but apparently it came out today that uh, every episode of Mandalorian will drop every week. Nice. It will not be. It will not all be dropped at once. You can, which is which is great for people like us because we watch an episode and we talk about it. Content. Yeah. Yeah. Eight weeks, eight weeks of it <laughs> for season one. Yeah, and imagine the week where where it comes out. There's an episode on Friday, and Rise of Skywalker comes out. That's an extra long show for us. Man, I just hope it doesn't come out on Tuesdays. That would suck for us. It does always seem like it's a Friday with most of these things, doesn't it? I don't. I don't keep track of a lot of it, so I don't know. That would well, most sense. of the stuff. Most of the stuff on Netflix drops on on uh, typically a Thursday at nine nine p.m., which okay. is twelve p.m. you know Eastern time. Nine p.m. Pacific, twelve p.m. Eastern. Right. And you know, 
I think tonight or this week is uh, Dark Crystal Drops for Netflix and the new, was it Carnival Row? Uh, Orlando Bloom and Chloe. I don't know what her yeah. name is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, gosh. It's like, yeah. Like the Cara, girl from Delavine or something like that. Yeah. That yeah. drops Friday. And I think Mine Hunters last week or the week before dropped on Friday. So it feels like Friday's a thing. And then is the first episode. If it was it November twelfth, yeah, I, th- I believe it is. So yeah, let me check uh, that real quick. Yeah, I'm gonna look at that too. We'll see. It's, oh oh crap! What is it? A Tuesday? It's a Tuesday. What the hell? <laughs> no. Anything but Tuesday. No. Why is that? I hate this. If anybody hasn't caught on yet, by the way, we record our episodes on every Monday and they are released on every Tuesday. So we're going to be late to the game. Everyone's going to be like, boring. <laughs> like, I've already listened to 10 podcasts about this. What are you guys doing? Ten. Like, we're we're, we're going to release, if we don't change it, we would release an episode reviewing the episode that came out the week old. It would be like a week old at that point. Because when it comes out, everybody will be watching the next one. Yeah. Oh, Man. No. <laughs> we may have to readjust. Unless, unless they decide to premiere the service on a Tuesday, and therefore, since the Mandalorian is going to go live with the service, the pilot is on a Tuesday. But then after that, they'll be released on a different date. I hope so, because every Tuesday is stupid. Yeah, I hope so. All right. Well, on that uh. note. Uh, that's that is everything you needed to know, uh, Star Wars related from D23. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy that. If you have any thoughts about this or your theories on what's going on with Ray or whatever else, Bendemption, whatever it is, let us know. I want to hear about it. We can talk about it next time. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. The coming weeks are again, they're going to be very exciting. Force Friday is Triple Force Friday is much closer than I think a lot of people realize. It's coming up here really soon. So Enjoy the next couple of weeks. We'll be here to talk with you all about it next time. See you then. I'm like, I'm just going to pause awkwardly until you say bye. <laughs> I said bye. I said see you then. Yeah, I know, but it just took a minute. That's what I'm saying. I wasn't going to stop recording until you said it. Oh my God. Bye, everybody. <laughs> bye.